This week's Raiders game against the Ravens is brought to you by America First Credit Union, the exclusive home of the official Raider debit card. All of the same great features and benefits now with the silver and black. Learn more at AmericaFirst.com slash Raiders. <laughs> I love the way you say that. <laughs> I always do that at work because you know I'm uh, one of our sports producers, Tim Peterson, is a huge Raider fan. and we, I don't know why that happened, but it happened now. Everyone in the sports office does it all the time, but I, I do it the I, I do do it quite a bit. The Raiders. All right, it's time now to talk BYU football with Brian Keel. He could not be showing up on a more exciting day. He is joining us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah is in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property. Concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation? Find out more at smartrain.net. Brian, good morning. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Impeccable timing yet again, Brian. Good job, buddy. <laughs> oh, man, what a day. What a day to be alive, my friend. What a day. <laughs> what does this do for BYU football? Oh, man, this is like just getting pulled out of the gulag and put into, you know, relevance and prominence and nice, comfortable, cushy robe of inclusion pulled around us and it's just it's just indescribable just you know this is what nice. BYU fans have hoped for 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 yep. 10 years now yep Kevin Nixon I think speaks for a lot of former BYU athletes this morning when he tweets out how do you know you are old when you played for BYU four conferences ago oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> that's insane <laughs> the whack to the Mountain West, uh, Independence of the West Coast Conference, depending on your sport, to the Big 12. What a long, strange trip. Yeah, what a journey. Independence has um, been um, many things, and I don't think there's anybody who is sad to see it go. So today is a good day. I think the big thing that the fans and you're, you you kind of have yourself in both spots. You're a fan and you're an alum of the program and a distinguished alum having played in the NFL. So your opinion from the alumni perspective of the football alumni carries a lot of weight. And one of the things that we need to see now is an increase in cr- recruiting, particularly in the in-state, because it's been a double whammy. You're not getting the guy and the guy doesn't – some of them go to Utah, but some of them go out of state, as you know. And guys that you know, probably their sons you're aware of, have gone out of state. What can you estimate this doing for recruiting now, particularly in-state, when the state of Utah, just from the time you've played to now, is just tenfold in terms of producing Division One talent? So, perfect example. Um, one, of, one of my brother's best friends um, is Sean Hagan. His son is a receiver. Yeah. yeah, his yeah. son's receiver at, at Corner Canyon High School, one of the top recruits in the state right now. Uh, so yes. we're really good fr- friends with him. And I was talking to his dad, Sean, um, just uh, a couple weeks ago. And, and, you know, he was, his son is really trying to decide where, where should he go? Where should he go? And he's trying to narrow it down. He's got USC on the table, Michigan on the table, Stanford on the table, and of course, Utah and BYU. And, um, and he's still undecided. Last I heard, last I talked to him. Does this, does this change that? It absolutely changed the calculus. And I don't know that this now he's going to go to BYU, and that's not what I'm implying or insinuating, but it changes the calculus. And that's a perfect example of one of the top recruits, an absolutely phenomenal football player, super talented with speed. 
something that we need at BYU. And, and that's the type of thing that, just like you said, those kids, the top recruits, they've, they've been going to Utah, and they've been going out of state. And you add this, this formula to the mix of being in the Big 12, and it absolutely helps us in terms of recruiting. And really in the last 10 years, that's where we've kind of been left in the dust. Um, our, our recruiting has not kept up. And this helps us. It doesn't solve all of our problems, but it absolutely helps us. The money that will, will come into the program in terms of facilities and coaches and, and resources, it just it buoys us up. It's a, it's a big day. Well, that's an interesting question there because uh, BYU, as we have covered many times on this show, uh, pays below market rate, and they'll tell you that, and they're proud of that. Now, I will say that they pay a certain percentage of market rate, and certainly they're paying a lot more than they paid in Lavelle's day, so it's not that it doesn't go up because it does, but how much more money does BYU spend in the Big 12 era, and how will it stack up against what everybody else in the Big 12 is spending? Yeah, and that's, you know, we've talked about this on the show before, and, and the, the decision makers at BYU, they kind of have to decide how competitive they want to be. And, and it comes down to money. It comes down to not just money, but all resources. So time, effort, emphasis, priority, you know, those are all resources, and money is, is obviously a big or, or the biggest one of those. And if you want to compete on the national level and be relevant, it takes those resources, it takes money. And, and so they kind of have to decide, and they'll have more money at their disposal in, in, in the next 10 years, certainly more than they've had the last 10 years. And so I hope they, they open up. I hope they loosen up a little bit and start to be competitive in their allocation of resources because that will absolutely help us to be competitive on the field. And there's so many, you know, the technology and, and um, you know, nutrition, and there's all these other elements that are in – college sports nowadays and and in order to compete you have to you have to incorporate all of those aspects and i hope they do it i think if they if they do you know byu can get back on the national stage where they used to be you grew up in the faith so adhering to the standards was just second nature it's something you did your whole life so it was no big deal i'm wondering what you think now as far as this being a Big 12 going, and we know that the stronghold with the LDS Church is in the West, and people are familiar with it to one degree or another, so they're already going to be able to recruit here uh, and from the Western region. How about now, Big 12, the prominence therein as far as getting some players who may be not of the faith in Texas, Oklahoma, wherever there might be, looking forward to going more east, not necessarily changing, but plucking some more talent from that perspective in addition to obviously where your backyard is in the west? Yeah, so I, I went to uh, the Arizona game last week with my college roommates, uh, team, teammates, Kellen Fowler, Corby Hodgkiss, Corby was a safety for us. He, came, he grew up in Texas, played Texas high school football, came to BYU. He's back in Texas. He's lived in Texas since graduating BYU. And, and we, anyway, we talked about this possibility, you know, last weekend, and we're so excited. And, and that was one of the things we talked about. You know, kids in his area, in Texas and the surrounding states, is just a hotbed of football and football talent. And a lot of those kids haven't heard about or don't really know about BYU. It's not on their radar. This absolutely changes that. With BYU being plugged into that conference, there's a bevy of talented football players in the South, in those states that are just overloaded with talent. 
that now it, there's another opportunity, there's another option where, where they hadn't even heard of BYU or really didn't know anything about BYU before. Now they'll see BYU week in and week out playing the teams in their, in their state, playing the conference that they've watched for years. And, and it just it, it puts BYU on the table. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean that we're all of a sudden going to recruit like Texas, UT, or Oklahoma. You know, like it doesn't, doesn't mean that, but it absolutely is going to boost up our recruiting. And, and that's what we need. And we've, we've talked about this on the show before. There are certain position groups that BYU gets. We all, we've always got linebackers, and, and, and that, that's great. But it, when we can start to get some, some high-star players on the outside – in the skill positions, that's really what will help take us to the next level. So how much more do you think we see the Tyson Williams story where a guy who's going to be an NFL guy comes to BYU through the transfer portal? It's been pretty unusual. Is it going to become, you think, more normal now that they're in the Big 12, or that's just a one-off and I should go think about something else because I brought him up twice and PK's already rolled his eyes. (laughs) Yeah, so... um the perfect example uh you know you have really talented kids and you know have whatever situation at other schools and when when BYU gets put in the mix you know those kids it has really been rare as you mentioned in, in historically and, and going forward that's just going to increase um it's not going to be you know open the floodgates tomorrow but you know there's going to be more of those in the next year and then the next Three years after that, there's going to be even more. And then the next three years after that, there's going to be even more. And it's just, it's an upward mobility thing. And, um, you know, you look at University of Utah, they've done a great job in recruiting. Um, they put tons of kids in the NFL. And, you know, they, they're just really talented. And their talent over the last 10 years has just, it has just grown by leaps and bounds. Um, I've said this on the show before. So I, my, my senior year was 07. Um, I was the only one drafted from BYU that year, and Utah didn't have a player drafted that year in 2007. And and now you fast forward now, and they they you know they put tons of tons of kids in the league every single year. Um, you know they they they're just loaded with talent, and so that's that's what ten years has done for them. Um, I I think BYU will have that similar thing where you know there'll be more next year, and then the year after that there'll be even more, and just the talent will just slowly build up, and that's what we hope. So you were at the game. I was at the game on Saturday. Big game, obviously, this Saturday with the Cougars and the Utes. If I ask you what are some reasons you have optimism for BYU winning, what would be your answer? Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. Um, just the law of statistics is probably the biggest. <laughs> just, the, you know, reverting to the mean and the law of averages, Just that's probably the biggest thing in our favor, like, at some point in time, that coin is going to flip the other way. And uh, so that just that takes everything out of it. So, you know, that's probably the biggest thing in our favor. I, I think um, just this today, the news of today that just really excites us and gives us hope and life and, and a shot in our arm and injects us and just gets us, gets us lift up and excited for tomorrow. So that's good. Um, I think, you know, the pressure, the pressure is on Utah. Ten, ten in a row has never been done. Um, they know that, you know, nine in a row, it just, there's just a lot of pressure on them. So I think, I think there's that facet. Um, and I, also just the facet, I think that our, like our fan base, especially the coaches, cause almost all of the coaches, I mean, most of the coaches are BYU guys that played there or whatever. 
Um, they're just sick of it. They're just sick of losing. I'm sick of losing. The players are sick of losing. None, none of those kids on the team have ever beat Utah. Um, if you're if you're not older than ten, you've never seen BYU beat Utah. We're just sick of it. So tomorrow, I hope that ends. So the other way to look at that is it's not a flip of the coin. There's nothing lucky about it. They were in the same league together. BYU Independent, you've already made clear what you thought of Independence. Why did any recruits think anything different than what you said? Meanwhile, they're over there recruiting with Pac-12, and Kyle is a coach. Even if, you'd fans, or even if Cougar fans don't like him, they got to admit, Kyle knows what he's doing. So if you give a coach who's that good that kind of recruiting advantage, of course they win. I think if Utah wins tomorrow, we're going to come in on Monday and we're getting an onslaught of, that was Independence and they were Pac-12. Now that we're on a similar footing, it's going to go right back to a battle. That was fool's gold for the youths. They thought they were all that. They had a build-in for an advantage for a decade. They cashed in on it. But pfft, we're back to the real deal when we meet again. So <laughs> I love it. Um, Kyle is a phenomenal coach. Um, when I see Kyle slander from the Utah fans, it drives me insane. Um, I think there's some Utah fans who don't know how good they have it um, to have Kyle. He's a phenomenal coach, and Utah is blessed to have, had, to have him and to have had him for so long. And their success absolutely is because of him and, and their success over BYU. Um, I don't know what formula he's got up his sleeve, but he's figured out the secret sauce, man, again, in terms of playing us. And this goes, and this even, this, so you even look, you talk about the law of averages. Okay. So in, in the last, whatever, 15 years, we've won three games. And um, so in 06, 07, and 09, okay. And then um, you know, before that, I think you have to go back to 2001 when we, we won. Anyway, what I'm getting at here is in those victories, I would argue that BYU wasn't just a better team. They were way better especially in 2006 and 2007. Those were down years for Utah, and BYU was on top. We were really, really good. We were 30 points better than Utah, and we barely beat them. We needed miraculous, stupid plays. We needed Bryce McCain to somehow forget how to play football on 4th and 18 in order for us to beat them, right? Utah, whatever Kyle's doing, it works. So even when we're way better, we barely win. When, when it's even, Utah wins. And when Utah's better, they, you know, 54 to 10. You know, it's just, yeah. they, whatever Kyle's done, it's, I, don't, I don't know. I would like to crack that code and solve that formula. But he's done a phenomenal job. Um, and, and the success is owed to him. That being said, I think tomorrow's our day. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting thought, Brian, because, you know, you've been in many situations over the years at, at literally every level of football. Uh, did you ever feel, uh, rather from the win or the loss perspective, uh, that before the game even started, there's no chance either way? Yes. Yes. So, and, so culture is everything and a mindset. Um, why did Tampa Bay win the Super Bowl last year? Because Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. Well, partly, you know, but it, the, the thing that really pushed them over the top was the culture, was the mindset. Tom Brady brought his arm to Tampa Bay, but more than that, he brought the, the belief that they could win. Okay? And um, so 
in the NFL, I played on really good teams that, that won division championships, and I played on teams that only won two games. And the talent is really similar. You know, NFL has a salary cap. They've got good players across the board. Um, and it, it's, it's a mindset. And so I've played on teams where we didn't believe we could win, and we didn't win. We didn't, we didn't win. Um, and then I played on other teams with similar talent. They've got the same the same resources. The NFL is pretty consistent with that because of the salary cap. And but it's just a different culture in the in the locker room where you believe every single game you can win, and that those teams are good. You go out there, you win football games, and that's that's really the biggest biggest difference in the NFL. College is different because resources are different, talent is very different. But but that but but aside from that, you can still have a winning culture and a winning mindset, and uh, it, it it matters. It pays big dividends. Well, Brian, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks for bringing all the energy and enthusiasm and dumping on independence and celebrating the Big 12. What a day, boys. Tomorrow's going to be fun. I'm excited. (laughs) Win, lose, or draw, I will wrap myself up in the blanket of P5 inclusion, as I saw someone tweet about, and I will will be comfortable tomorrow night. Thank you, Brian. Brian Kill, former BYU linebacker right there, DJ and PK. Coming up next, we'll get you up to speed on everything we have been covering in this show and some of the decisions Tom's got to make going forward. David Locke brought it up. What about playing in California? There are uh, big decisions right out of the gate. You know what? I, I, will, I will take the role of David Locke and ask the questions, and we'll put you in the role of Tom Homo, and you will provide the answers. Me? You. Oh, crap. <laughs> We'll do that next. It'll be hilarious. DJ and PK live from Murdoch Hyundai. Check them out online, MurdochHyundai.com. We are live at 452 South Linden Park Drive in Linden. Murdoch with over 1,000 pre-owned vehicles to choose from, offering three months and a 3,000-mile warranty, five-day exchange, car washes for life. Blake just joined us a few minutes ago and was talking about that. They're building a brand-new facility here, state-of-the-art. You're not even going to have to get out of your car. It's going to be great. But when you drive up here, you'll also see a huge sign, yes, we have cars. You've read the stories. It's a, it's a story regionally. It's a story nationally. With the, uh, the backlog and the chips and the accessibility and the availability, uh, it's, it's hard to get new cars. But they are getting new vehicles arriving every day at Murdoch Hyundai. You can come check out the all-new 2022 Santa Cruz. For the 2021 Sonata, they're offering 0% for five years. They're up to $1,500 off. they got all kinds of deals. For over 95 years, Utah has trusted the Murdoch Auto Group with quality vehicles and great customer service. Come down and visit them, 452 South Linden Park Drive in Linden, or online at MurdochHyundai.com.